Maurice and I would like to take a little time to thank Robert Rogers and all the folks at Parks Motor Sales for sponsoring the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today special guest podcast. When you need special treatment during your next new or pre-owned vehicle purchase, visit Parks Motor Sales at 919 Nashville Highway in Columbia or visit them online at parksmotorsales.com. Tennessee Sports Today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yow. Welcome back in to Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. I am Chris Yow along with side Mo Patton and the illustrious potentate Coach Mike Lobb as we come to you live from the Lee Company studio right here in Columbia. Very excited to continue speaking with Joe Williams on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline because Joe is uh, heavily involved with the Nashville Fairgrounds Speedway. And with that, uh, he can hopefully answer a lot of questions that I I personally have uh, concerning the situation because I, I am a proponent of continuing racing in downtown Nashville. Now, there are a lot of people, Joe, uh, who live in that area who are not necessarily proponents of this, um, despite having... Not necessarily. <laughs> this, That's one way to put it. Despite having, um, you know, purchased or rented homes next to a 100-year-old speedway. It's the best way to put it. That's, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's pretty normal. <laughs> That's I mean, way. It's, yeah, it, it, it's pretty normal. You know, um, folks sometimes don't do their due, due diligence. And the area has grown. Uh, there are lots of tall and skinnies. It, mm-hmm. it is an area that ha- that just reeks of gentrification. Uh, of course, the term where you, you take the folks who've lived there for years and uh, buy them out and get rid of them, basically, and you bring in new folks who have more money. Uh, and, and there's there's a good portion of that. And I mean, even I think the the soccer stadium is the soccer folks have recognized that as the stadium's going up. You know, their their new all exclusive club is is called the WeHo. The what? Sure. WeHo. I mean, that seems. That's- Mm. That's in, that's in honor of the Wedgwood Houston district, which is which is right next door. Oh, so it's like Sobro, but yeah, no. yeah. I don't think that yeah. works. No, I don't, I, I don't think that's to... working the way they intended. Mm-mm. So Mm-mm. 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 I think I'd get away from that one. But well, who, there are who, so who are we and what do we know? Here's the here's the difference between soccer and and racing is there are four corners in soccer, so I guess we hope might work. Well, there, well, four turns in, in racing. Let, let, let me let me give you just a real quick historical background. Okay, place the the, the track opened in 1904 as a horse racing track. Actually, opened in the 1890s as a horse racing track. First car on that facility 
was in 1904. Um, it was a one-mile dirt track, actually. And in the old days, the state fair was held inside uh, the horse track. Now, in 58 or so, Bill Donahoe, Mark Parrish, a couple other folks got a contract, cut a deal um, to do auto racing because they've been doing some, some stock car racing there, and they wanted to make some changes. Part of that, I didn't, I didn't find this out about a year ago, but part of the deal was Mr. Donahoe owned some land out in the middle of nowhere and uh, traded it and, and sold it at a, a hugely reduced price, maybe given it to him, um, to create uh, a place for horses uh, in a section south of Nashville called Maryland Farms. Hmm. Go figure. That's why, hmm. Yeah, that's why you see all the horse statues out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, from 59 until 84, Stock car racing was the thing, and in that facility, of course, the fairgrounds grew up around it. Um, you had cup races from, I think, 59 to 84, um, at which time it they left because the guy who held the lease with the fairboard went broke, and we all know how it's kind of bounced up and down mm-hmm. since. Well, over the last Several years, been a whole lot longer. Folks realized uh, there's been some behind-the-scenes works to bring this thing back to where it was, and the folks who own Bristol Motor Speedway, uh, Speedway Motor Speedway Motorsports out of Charlotte, uh, have have made several uh, proposals, and the latest includes bringing this facility back. To I say back or upgrading the facility to where it should have been um, years ago, and getting it into a modern facility uh, at no cost to Metro. The beautiful part about this deal is it doesn't cost me anything. Uh, Much different the, than the soccer stadium. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, Sorry. Bristol's Bristol. Yeah, no, I get it. You know, Bristol's on <laughs> Bristol's on the hook uh, for the money. That's what I think folks don't sometimes fully understand um and we we they are in the process now of trying to finalize this thing and part of it is several public hearings that uh, that have to go through and, and last week there was a public hearing uh, interestingly enough let me back up a little bit on the history of this thing uh former mayor carl dane uh was pretty well convinced he did god love him he did everything he could to destroy the fairgrounds. I, I don't think it was necessarily him. I think there were a couple other folks in the administration that had been working on it for a long time because I think they they stood to, uh, let me rephrase, they were very interested in redeveloping it into a, an industrial complex of a different type, commercial area. Um, but the people of Nashville, what was called the Red Army at the time, uh, got enough signatures and they, it was on a ballot initiative. Naming groups, naming groups is not on the, uh, the, not very well done in Nashville, is it? No. No. <laughs> Sorry. No. Continue. The Red Army. Yeah, well, it was the Red Church that they wore. Um, they actually, uh, by 71%, the people of Nashville voted that the fairgrounds should stay and all of the uses that were then in place should remain, which were basically uh, the flea market, the racetrack, and the state fair. 
Uh, obviously, the state fair has fallen to the wayside. They, there were some uh, some maneuverings there. Uh, the soccer stadium was a, was a brand new concept, and that construction basically killed any hope of having a reasonably sized state fair on that property. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like I said, the charter now says that it has to stay. So Bristol's come in and said, okay, let's do some things. Uh, and the concerns of the neighbors obviously are traffic and noise. What I can't understand is there's almost no restriction on the soccer stadium. And if you've never, if they're successful as they intend to be, and I hope they are, uh, if you've never heard 30,000 bazoolas going off at once, you don't know what noise is. Um, I've, I've been around about five and within 20 minutes, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a very pacifist person, but I was ready to kill somebody. Um, if they know how to use them, if yeah. you know how to use one, it can be ridiculous. We, we had a guy in our, in that arena football team in Birmingham, we had a guy in our fan club who knew how to use one, and he got kicked out of a couple of uh, visiting arenas because of it. They, Huntsville told him to quit blowing the air horn, and he said, yeah. I don't have an air horn. He I goes, we can hear the air horn. He said, I've got this, and it's powered by my breath, and, yeah. and it sounds like an air horn. So just imagine 30,000 air horns going off in one place because it ain't good. Yeah. Um, but long story short, the neighbor's concerns, obviously, you know, they, they, they talk about noise. Well, Bristol's already brought in experts. Uh, they're talking about 20 to 30 foot uh, noise barriers. And, and part of it is it sits down in a hole, so it'll contain itself pretty well anyway. Um, in all honesty, uh, they're talking about video boards, brand new grandstands, mm-hmm. uh, updated everything safer barriers on the walls to make it safer for the for the uh, for the drivers they're talking about uh, including weekly racing in this and when i say let me rephrase that used to be we talked about weekly racing because we raced every freaking week now we talk about local racing because they're limited to about six or eight or ten you know one thing the neighbors don't understand there was a time back in the 60s and early 70s where they raced on Tuesday nights and Saturday nights. They'd race 60 dates a year, you know, and, and Bristol's talking about doing 10 or 11. Let's, you know, let's talk about, <laughs> let's talk about number of days that it you're could in be worse. Yeah, yeah, it could be worse. And, and it's not necessarily an, in, I mean, we're talking about weekends Yeah, and being over by what, 10 o'clock? Well, that's the fun part, you know. They're, they're yeah, they're putting, they're putting, they're, they're demanding. Some, some have even demanded a nine o'clock curfew. Well, that's um, that's insane, especially since there is no curfew on soccer. Uh, I wonder what happens if you get a couple of lightning delays and it's about one thirty in the morning and a nothing nothing game that's critical to the playoffs. Hmm. How those thirty thousand Vesuvias are going to sound on Thursday night? <laughs> um. You know, it's you know me. I'm I'm trying to look at everything. Uh, it's a great opportunity for the city, the the revenue that it would generate for these new hotels that are going in downtown. Um, what it would do for um, restaurants, service industries, lower bra, all these things that. You know, and if you think Nashville's not a racing town, go talk to Jason Reddenberry and Matt Cruz over at the Grand Prix. 
Um, you know, talk to the folks at the Super Speedway who, who are bringing a cup race back to Middle Tennessee for the first time since 1984 uh, next month. We actually do need to talk to Matt Cruz. We do need to talk to Matt in the Cruz, next few yeah. in the next few weeks. So thanks for reminding us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even though you know, even though I'm not going to work with those guys apparently, but <laughs> it's still a good thing. Yeah. Uh, great people doing doing great things. I, I I am anxious to see the Grand Prix. I'm anxious to see the fencing they put over the bridge because the first thing I thought was there's going to be somebody in the Cumberland. Uh, <laughs> So it's a reasonable thought, it, you know, yeah, because I, well, I, I kind of had that visual myself. So, yeah. so I was being a little bit facetious, but they, they actually have – that's part of their plans. They have a way to keep those things mm-hmm. on the bridge or something happens. And they are building those at MTSU. Yes, They're building the barriers part, at MTSU. With the yeah. concrete concrete industry yeah. management yeah. program over there. Yeah. So. Yes, I mean they, they've got they got lots of folks involved. There's always an MTSU connection. Always, right? Always. Um, but, Joe, what's next? Right now, we know a formal plan will be presented sometime in June. Is that correct? Well, I, I think at this point, the 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 next step is there. The Mayor Cooper of Nashville had already signed a letter of intent. We're going to do this. Uh, like I said, there's several hearings. It'll have to go to, uh, I think, the council one more time. I, I think the, the next step is for Bristol to sit down and present the fair board with a draft contract that they can go through and, and make changes, negotiate over. Uh, I, I, from what I saw uh, last Tuesday night or the Tuesday night before, I don't know, the whole world's running together on me. Um, softball will do that. Uh, from what I saw, there's, there are four sitting members of the fair board. Uh, I think one's really positive, two are favorable, and there's one that's just campaigning, uh, for a future council seat and preying upon the fears of, of folks, uh, who just don't want this to happen. You know, the, the, and there's so much misinformation. And there was one, I guess, one of the first speakers against the racetrack. Her testimony or her, her comments went viral, literally on the Internet, mm-hmm. when she made the comment that she couldn't understand why they needed this racetrack in the middle of town. There's no other city in the nation that has a racetrack in the middle of town. Oh, really? I, yeah, I, I think somebody actually sent her tickets to the Indianapolis 500. Um, <laughs> I don't know if she got them or not, but I was going to send her some. But you know, her other comment in a, in a to be fair, to be fair, I'm not sure that that's in the middle of town. I've driven past. Well, neither that. is the fairgrounds, really. And that's say, what I was. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's in the middle of the neighborhood. I mean, it's yeah, it's it's right dead in the middle of about three big neighborhoods. Yeah, but I heard the when I heard the characterization of downtown Nashville, I was like, hmm, really? I don't know. Well, it's, it's no different than than you know. You want to? I'm going to claim I live in downtown Franklin because it'll help the property values. I'm way on the wrong. I'm way on the wrong side of the railroad tracks for that thing. Well, it may help. Uh, it may help the property values, but it doesn't help your property taxes. I saw your reaction to yours yesterday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Anyway, well, anyway <laughs> the, you know, her, her other comment that she couldn't understand why they needed this thing when there were five other fully operating facilities hosting NASCAR and F1 events within 20 to 30 minutes of Nashville. And we can't find any of them. I, you know, I blew hmm. Google up yesterday. They called me and said, please quit asking the question. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, not, we can't find it. <laughs> I mean, Alexa cussed me. So. <laughs> can, can you please find any of these? Yeah, you know, yeah. It's just there. Yeah, you know, I mean, even the closest thing would be the super speedway in Gladewell, and I mean, it's it's forty five minutes to an hour, and that's one. Um, and yeah, that's one for one week a year, yeah. uh, one weekend. So I, you know, it's just it, it's the typical uh, NIMBY kind of reaction. Uh, one of the things, and I'll be honest, I've, you, 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 you know, I'm highly supportive of this. And I think everybody who, who, who knows me knows I'm highly supportive of this. And, and I, I, I respect the concerns of the neighbors. And I think there's, there's a tremendous amount of work that can be done, uh, to wherever, as I said at the meeting, you know, this is about the future and, and what the fair board has in front of them it is a proposal that makes neither side completely happy. And I believe that's the definition of a compromise. There you go. Um, but, you know, some of the misinformation and, and some of the folks who are in the middle of, you know, the ladies, well, there's five tracks within 30 miles of Nashville. A little research, and we find out that, uh, you know, she talks about it rattles her, her windows. Well, the fact of the matter is she's closer to, uh, the railroad tracks and I-65 and it's just the racetrack. And, oh, by the way, you know, this is such a terrible thing, but it was built in 2017. She bought it in 2019. So it, it's not like <laughs> she didn't know it was you there. Know. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it, it's like I, it's like I tell the folks around here before you buy in this neighborhood, no, I live on this corner. <laughs> <laughs> just FYI. Yeah, yeah. And make your decision appropriately. Yeah. <laughs> um, Joe, I, thank you for answering some questions. Because, I, I mean, I know that it's 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 been going on for years, and, and we've talked about it on this show before. And, and hopefully uh, there will be a compromise that will end up with a a renovated facility that will look and feel like a major city racetrack should look and feel. And so it's not going to cost, you know, not going to cost uh, taxpayers, cost taxpayers any money. And that's the other thing. One, one of the big complaints, and here's Nashville. Here's the difference. Here's what's happened to Nashville as a city. You know, we talk about Nashville. It, it truly is not just Nashville because Nashville is Nashville, Davis County. You got to mm-hmm. figure everybody. And one of the complaints was, well, did you hear all the speakers who, who spoke for it? So many of them come from, um, you know, they, they don't live here. Well, take a trip to a Titans game, a Predators game, a soccer <laughs> game. Um, you, you okay. Uh, a Vanderbilt football game, uh, t- a TSU football game. Go look at these events. Go count car tax. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I mean that, that's that's the that's the key is that Metro Nashville is not just Davidson County, at and this that's point. the beauty of it. Yeah, I mean because that's yeah. what so many of these entities sell is their reach. So I mean you can't tout it when it's convenient, and then 
discount it when it's not. I mean, it just comes with, with the territory, I think. You you will appreciate this. One of the funniest comments that I heard on Tuesday night, and this is this is when I, I decided I had to leave. As soon as I, I wasn't going to speak, this is what made me. This is what made me actually get up and speak. And I said, Ben, when I when I say my piece, I'm leaving. But there there was a a little group on the side in between speakers. They made the comment, "We just need to build a wall around Nashville." And I, this this vision hit my head of, of all these folks in Nashville standing around screaming, build that wall. <laughs> Jeez. I just thought, I'm in the twilight zone somewhere, y'all. <laughs> Joe Williams of the Williamson Herald joining us here on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. He's presented by the Williamson Herald. Um, thank you for the extra segment and the knowledge, Mr. Williams. Uh, gentlemen, thank you. I'm, I'm sorry I drug this out too long. No, you're, long you, are, you are just fine, man. We appreciate it, and we will catch up with you. All right. Y'all, hey, y'all be careful on the ball fields, man. Hey, you do the same. We'll talk to you. Bye. All right. We are going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk about the Braves, Sounds, Preds, all that and more. It's also Top 5 Tuesday. We'll get to that a little bit later as well. So stick around on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. We'll be right back in the Lee Company studio. Thank you for listening to the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today special guest podcast brought to you by Parks Motor Sales. Don't forget to listen each day live 9 to 11 a.m. on WKOM 1017 FM in Columbia. Also visit our website sm-tnsports.com for more local sports coverage in Southern Middle Tennessee.